Welcome to the podcast where you get your news and views of the sports world that we live in. And now here's your podcaster, Lige Weichers. Welcome to the Lige Weichers Show. Week one of NFL is in the books, and I'm your host, Lige Weichers, and I'm here to bring you the news, the insights from everything that happened around the league. I did my duty. I'm a man of the people. I sat down, I watched all 16 games, and I was tracking all the teams, seeing what we got right, what we got wrong, and I've compiled five things that mattered from week one. The number one thing that mattered, what everyone's talking about, everywhere you look on social media, on ESPN, all people can talk about are the Detroit Lions. That's right. The Lions showed up to Arrowhead and showed the Kansas City Chiefs what a real team looked like. Just like we predicted on the show last week, the Lions won. Not only did they win, they won with grit, toughness, not their A game. They were Great on defense, I would say, only giving up, what, 20 points? The offense, was it great? No, but hey, they scored 14 points. That's not bad, and they came away with a W. This team is going to the moon. I don't see hype. I see grit. I see toughness. I see a team that's only on the incline. I see a team that played maybe their C, maybe their D game, and beat the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. The Detroit Lions are for real, folks. You hear it here first. You think I'm just saying this because I'm a fan of the Lions? No, 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 no. Get one thing straight, folks. This is the truth. You want to keep doubting? We said they were going to show up to Arrowhead and win week one. What did they do? They won. We'll get to week two in a bit. All I'll say now is put some respect on the Detroit Lions name. The second thing that mattered is we have to talk about the Aaron Rodgers injury, right? The New York Jets had this whole experiment set up. What happens if you drop an aging Aaron Rodgers into a team with a loaded defense, a loaded receiver room. Well, one good receiver in Garrett Wilson, good running backs, and an average offensive line. Does this make them Super Bowl contenders, maybe even win the Super Bowl? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll is what I was telling everyone. What do you know? Four plays in, there goes the Achilles. The aging quarterback could not handle the turf in MetLife. It was very unfortunate, I will say. I was excited to see what it was going to look like. I thought the team would be average, maybe make the playoffs. And now we get, what, the Zach Wilson show? There's no way they can let this go on. There has to be a trade coming. Is it Gardner Minshew? Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it a player coming out of retirement? There's a lot of options, but to me, this Zach Wilson thing, it can't last. What, are you going to tank with this good of a team? No, no, no. Maybe that's where I'm wrong. I think this team can't win a game with Zach Wilson. What do I know? I keep watching on Monday night. I see the Jets hanging around. I see Josh Allen forgetting that safeties play the game of football and throwing interceptions and fumbling the ball. I see the New York Jets win on a walk-off punt return. To call me shocked would have been an understatement. I could not believe the Buffalo Bills had blown that game. One of my Super Bowl teams lost week one to a Zach Wilson-led New York Jet team. Wow, things are off to a rough start, kind of like my fantasy year. How in the world are the Bills going to rebound? I'm not sure if they do. Was it a bad game? Certainly. Are better things to come? I'll say this. I certainly hope so. Number three, we've got Packers-Bears. I heard it all around. This is the Bears' year. They're trending forward. They're going to make a big leap. Justin Fields looking better with DJ Moore and the defense. And what do you know? It's the same old Bears. It's like people forgot they had the, the number one overall pick for being the worst team in the league last year. Let's just say this, folks. The Chicago Bears are not a good football team. Are the Green Bay Packers a good football team? That's yet to be determined. To me, it's hard to determine if a football team is good 
when they beat up what a bottom two, maybe three team in the league. Justin Fields, is he bad? Absolutely. Is he the main problem? I'll say yes, but so is the play calling. These guys don't even know what routes they're running. Chase Claypool doesn't want to be on the team. Some players think they're running. Some players think they're passing. The Chicago Bears are lost. There needs to be major changes. Does that include a quarterback change? No, not right now. Maybe in the future. But at minimum, Getze needs to be fired. And there needs to be some real soul searching in Chicago because they embarrassed themselves week one and unfortunately made the Green Bay Packers believe in their team again, even though they are not the greatest football team. We got to talk about Colts Jags. Anthony Richardson makes his debut in the NFL. We're all expecting disaster, and wow, it wasn't a disaster. It was a a plan from Shane Steichen. We're going to keep him throwing short, intermediate, not taking a ton of shots. We're going to let him grow. I think that's absolutely the right plan. Did the Colts win? No. Did they show a lot better than I was expecting? Absolutely. To me, what coaches need to do is give opportunities to players to grow, to get better, to start somewhere, and to move into this bigger offense where we're taking shots downfield using the legs. This was a great first step. I think the offensive line wasn't a complete disaster. Should be able to hold up against some lesser opponents. Now, the running game, that was, let's say, hit or miss. Maybe Jonathan Taylor is needed a little bit more than we thought, but not for $12 million. But I digress. The Jacksonville Jaguars, are they legit? Trevor Lawrence certainly looks good, but it was weird that they gave the Colts a chance to hang around like they did. And at one point, I caught myself thinking, are the Colts actually going to be in this at the end? And ultimately, they weren't, but I still think the Jags have hope. But it wasn't a great showing against a team that a lot of people think are bad in the Indianapolis Colts. Finally, what's going on in Minnesota? The Vikings lose to the Bucks. What's going on in the NFC North? Is it really a Packers and Lions division? Is it really only a Lions division? I don't know exactly what's going on, but I will say one thing. The division ain't good. There's one team propping up this division, and their name, the Detroit Lions. But that's enough from week one. Let's move on to week two. Quickly, we're going to cover five storylines, things you should keep your eye on, check in on as the games are going on to see what's going down. The first, we got the Detroit Lions versus Seattle Seahawks. Famously, this game last year was 48-45 to with the Lions not getting a single stop the whole game. That's right. They did not force a punt the entire football game and lost by three points. Will things change this year? And you know they will. Five and a half point favorites. And let me tell you the real interesting part of this game. The Lions offensive line looked very good. Right now, they are healthy. They looked really good week one. Week two, I think they're going to be even better, but the defensive line will dominate this game. Right tackle for the Seattle Seahawks, Abraham Lucas out. That's Aiden Hutchinson's side. Hutchinson is going to dominate, and left tackle Charles Cross is also injured with a chance to not play. The Lions were already at advantage on the defensive line, and now I can't even imagine what's going to happen to Geno Smith back there. I have the Lions rolling thanks to grit and toughness on the defensive and offensive line, and the offense taking a step forward, starting to figure out the third and fourth down and short. And this team, to me, this is a 14-20 to point win to put the league on notice and show that the Lions are not a team to be messed with. The number two thing to keep your eye on, it's got to be Colts-Texans. Now, a lot of you might be thinking, this is one of the worst games on the slate. Why should we care? Let me tell you why you should care. We have Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud, two rookie quarterbacks. No matter who's playing, you get a look at the next generation of quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud in his weaker surrounding cast. Does Tank Dell play anymore? Nico Collins, how does he look? The offensive line for the Texans is 
so-so. And the defensive line for the Colts is probably one of the best parts of their team. Will that be wrecked? Will C.J. Stroud be running for his life? Anthony Richardson, does he continue to take strides? Are there more shots downfield? Bad interceptions? They're going to happen. How are they? Can he throw left? There's a lot of questions in this game. The running game for the Colts. A lot of things to look forward to. Personally, I think the Colts beat the Texans, but don't lose hope if you're a Colts fan and the Texans win. C.J. Stroud might be legit. Something to keep an eye on going forward. Bears, Bucks. What's going on in Chicago? We've talked about the disaster that struck. Now we have the Bucks coming off the big win in Minnesota. Is this team legit? Are the Bears one of the worst teams in the league? Well, if that's the case, they're going to lose to the Bucks. And you know what? I think they do. This team is lifeless. Baker Mayfield, disrespected Baker. Something to watch out for. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I think, can carry Baker enough where the Bears show that they just aren't very good. And change is coming in Chicago. We got Packers-Falcons. This, to me, is a really weird game. The Falcons, everyone kind of thinks they're at least decent. I still think they're bad. They misused Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and they beat the Panthers. whoop do you do You beat 5-9 Bryce Young, who threw picks to Jesse Bates twice, the same exact play. I just don't understand how we think Atlanta's a good team. And we have the Packers. So I think the Packers, they're going to win again. People are going to be calling the Packers the best team in the NFC North. They're going to be wrong, but they'll call them that. I think it's an interesting game. Not from a standpoint of, are the Packers actually good, but can they beat up on a team that's bad and has shown incompetence and an inability to actually play football? Finally, we got Bills and Raiders. This Bills situation, to me, one of the most interesting in the league. A bounce-back spot? The Raiders thought to be one of the worst teams in the league. They beat the Broncos, but does that mean anything? Jimmy Garoppolo is the best just pure winner while being bad at football player in the league? I expect the Bills to bounce back. To me, they have to win this game. If they lose this game, there's real concern around the Buffalo Bills. But I expect them to roll. This could be a route. Josh Allen will figure some things out. He'll start by remembering that the defense does play 11 players, and you can't just throw a deep ball after the wide receiver beats the corner. you got to check for the safety first. I think that'll be a big step. I didn't think the defense was bad, but that's hard to know against Zach Wilson last week. The Raiders, Jacoby Myers, I believe is going to be out for this game. At least he's questionable. That's tough. They used him a lot. Devontae Adams is going to need to gel a little bit more with Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe they just run Josh Jacobs all game, but the Bills should be able to stop that. But hey, I'm not backing off the Bills yet, but I want to see a statement win this week. That's all I got for you this week. Just remember, folks, people think they know a lot after watching week one. I wouldn't overreact. Week two is going to tell us a lot and begin to build these storylines of what we're going to see around the NFL. And for those of you stuck around, I do have a lock of the week. Let's call it Lige's lock of the week. We're going to take the the Seahawks and Lions game under 47 and a half. Lions are going to win, I'm thinking maybe 30 to 14 at best. But honestly, I could see a 24 to 10. I like the under 47 and a half. That's all I got for you this week. I appreciate you listening. Follow us on Instagram at The Lige Show. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and we'll talk next week.